You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. Good morning. Welcome to this week's edition of the Yarra Bicycle Users Group Radio Show for Monday the 27th of December 2021. We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio. My name's Chris and thank you to Democracy Now! for the previous hour of Current Affairs. Yarra Bicycle User Group Radio, we show about bicycles, cycling, active transport, active mobility, advocacy and all parts in between. On today's show, which is a bit of a summer special, we've got a whole series of this coming up in the next uh, couple of weeks. We're going to be back live, by the way, on uh, January the 31st, 2022. But don't worry, we're still going to be here. And as I just said, on today's show, we're doing a series of people of Yarra, people who have an interest in streets and the environment of Yarra. So today, I'm going to be chatting to Elizabeth Honey, who is a well-known children's author, and she's going to be talking about Gladell Street. That one, you know, that one that's a little market that happens on a Saturday? Well, we'll be talking about more about the market and the street after the break. Listening to summer programming on 3CR Community Radio. Independent music, community info, and special features throughout the summer. and I'm the president of LEGS, which stands for Let's Enhance Gleadal Street. And there's a big story behind why we want to enhance Gleadal Street. I live in Richmond. I've ridden a bike all my life. I've had about three or four bikes stolen. And I just love riding bikes and the randomness of them and the convenience 
Oh boy, we sure know about that at this time of year. Oh, it's magnificent. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> and you look at people looking for car parks and you think, why can't they just see some home fence and get a bike? Well, especially with the weather we've got right now, it's um, amazing. So a bit about why your street, Glidale, is so important. Why is it so rare? Glidale Street is a street in Richmond where every Saturday uh, there's a street market just pops up. It's a really old, beautiful street market. It's not a swanky one. It's a bit on the rough side, which I think always adds to a place. It's been there, the street market, well, the market itself, Gladel Street, I think it started in Gladel Street, oh, I'm not sure exactly when, but the market itself has been going since back last century, ages ago. Everybody from around the place shops there, and it's plastic-free, you get to know the traders, you meet your friends, and it's wonderful. And this market blocks off the street. And in this street, in Gleadle Street, there are no private properties. There are no businesses or shops or houses. Everything that fronts onto it is communities. There's Citizens Park. There's the bowling club. There's the Richmond Recreation Centre. There's Lionel Hall High School. And these are all people places, community people places. And we think Gleadle Street could be just beautiful. And it's a place where not just the market happens on a Saturday, but all through the week, things could happen. But when anything that anything is special, people want to do something in Richmond, they could use Google Street. Especially with the like, yeah, you know, the relatively new high school that's just gone in there too. Oh, exactly. Yeah, Richmond High landed like a couple of spaceships, and it's had a tremendous effect on that area. And there are more and more kids riding to school. It's wonderful. And, and public space, well, after COVID, we know now how important parkland is. You just got to have it during lockdown. Everybody was desperate to get into, to get in, get to, for some trees and some nature and outdoors and fresh air. And, and we just all walked and walked and walked. And we know our area so much more now and we treasure nice, pleasant outside places. Mm. So with legs, let's enhance Glidell Street. Can you give a little bit of back history on how you got started and how you've worked with alongside stallholders and the council and all the relevant bodies down there? My inspiration was a little park near us, uh, a pocket park at the corner of Richmond Terrace and Docker Street in Richmond. It has a terrific view and it used to be just a corner of the street. We had the idea to block it off and turn it into a park. So we lobbied the city of Yarra and this is, this is maybe hmm, seven or so years ago. And we pointed out, we drew maps, we got a group together, we took petitions and we started pushing for it. And this happened, this wonderful little park that we now have at the top of our street that's made cul-de-sacs out of two streets. And it provides, this park provides a destination for people who want to go for a walk, quick walk in the area or take their dog to a bit of grass and run around and plonk a picnic blanket down and let the kids bump around. It's just the most beautiful little breeding space, a little oasis. And, and that made me realise that streets can change and that our city isn't set. It's not like it has to be like this forever. A friend and I, Steve Vaughan, 
another leg stalwart, he, he came on side as well. And he was also wanting the council to be more amenable to these sorts of ideas. So we came from different angles. With Steve, it only takes two enthusiasts to continue their enthusiasm and jump up and down and push the things that other people come on board if it's a good idea. And that's what happened. Celebrate a family-friendly New Year's Eve in Yarra. Join us at Edinburgh Gardens North Fitzroy and Barclay Gardens in Richmond for kids' games, sports competitions, lighting installations, relaxed live music and an outdoor cinema. This free, family-friendly event kicks off at both parks at 12 midday. Bring a picnic and ring in the new year with family and friends. Check out the full program at yarracity.vic.gov.au. And remember, City of Yarra Park streets and public spaces are alcohol-free on New Year's Eve. The City of Yarra is a 3CR supporter. And then earlier this year, Melbourne University had a wonderful sandbox studio where they actually gave Gleadle Street as a subject for their master's students who are studying placemaking. These are people from, they're about 80 enrolled, I think. It was during COVID, it was really weird. So there are people all over, you know, people in Singapore and China and all over the place by Zoom studying placemaking using Gleadle Street as their subject. And so all these ideas came forward for what could happen in the street to work with Melbourne Uni. On this, we met and talked to and drew together um, many other people. And it was a wonderful experience. And so now we're sort of looking into 2022. Early in the year, we're planning some sort of a festival of possibilities. What are you looking at for the festival? How people get to, how they utilise Glidell Street? Because you know, you've got the leisure centre there as well from the council. And people going to and from Citizens Park, you know, because you've got a lot of sports clubs based around such a little area. It's pretty intense. We're just testing things. Uh, only a couple of nights ago, in fact, on Friday night, was on, hold on, no, Saturday, last market for the year, we had a 50s rock and roll end of year sizzle in the car park of Lionel Falls. And that was terrific. Uh, we had a great band, the Milkshakers, and it just really showed that there's, there are spaces. This is kind of like off Gleadle Street. It was while the market was on. People were kind of bopping along while they shopped. We're just kind of trying different things. One of the things that I'm passionate about is I'm calling it Big Paintings by Richmond Kids. Groups of kids will be doing very large paintings on curtain lining, that triple pass curtain lining with house paint, and then we can put them up on fences. And they'll last for, you know, for the time of 10 days or something or other, but they will change the place. It will transform the place. And people are doing different things. There's, there's a, the Richmond Record Club is going to, they're holding a session once again on the little sort of apron stage at Lionel Hall High School. Uh, and I think there's going to be a history event. And so there's a lot of different things that will come together. It won't happen necessarily on the same day, but it will be spread out. And it should be fantastic. And it's just kind of saying... This is what we can do. This is how we can use the area. 
this can be lively and interesting and fun. And this is, it'll draw people together and we'll be surprised. We'll surprise ourselves. Gleedelsha, have you seen it change over the years? Oh, we went to the market a lot when we were in Abbotsford. Yeah, and there's been even more change since then in terms of, you know, you're saying it's plastic free and... Well, it has changed through the years. Now, it's not an upmarket market. You can still shop very cheaply, particularly if you shop after the, the 12.30 bell. It closes at one o'clock and the bell gets sh- sh- rung at 12.30 and that's when the prices start to tumble. And that's when you hear the two for five, two for five, you know, that kind of thing goes on. Yep. And that's when you run in and you buy a tray of nearly, nearly dead mangoes and nearly, nearly dead bananas or whatever. <laughs> and then you freeze them or you pulp them or you cook them or whatever. But it, it's still got, I think, that community vibe. And a lot of people, a lot of young people are coming now and yeah. enjoying it. And people bring their dogs. And, and my goodness, there's a lot of dogs in Richmond now. Yeah, we know that with Citizen Park. I, I totally get the tray thing. I used to live like that for a very long time of sitting around waiting for either the mangoes or avocados or the trays of lamb chops. You haven't got meat there, but I'm just thinking from a Queen Vic perspective. People are thinking of ways of cutting down you know, packaging waste and getting good food. These local yeah. markets, yeah. And you find out, you say, okay, radio, the Blue Bay cheese guy, he's got three cheeses for 20 bucks or whatever it is at the end, and it's good cheese, you know, and you find the things that you like, and uh, it's very satisfying, and you think, right, okay, I only need to go to the supermarket for this and this, and, and I like that. Going back a while ago, and I'd say about 10 years, there was very little bike parking down there. You know, because you've got those little hard stand sort of thing at the end of the street where it goes on to Hyatt. Any of that improved over the over that time? There's not much bike parking. There's bike parking by the rec centre. Yeah. I think there'd be about maybe six loops. And then across the road by the Richmond, this is the Richmond, the new Richmond High School um, sports facility, huge, great big place. That's got maybe eight loops or so, but sometimes that's full on Saturday morning, particularly. Yep. Um, no, there's not that much, but, and there's well, a lot of people use Gleadle Street as a car park really during the week. But if, if Gleadle Street is open, open if, if we can change Gleadle Street, it can become much more a pedestrian, bike, an area that's for everybody, not just for people who own a ton of metal. It can be really a people's place. Well, there's a lot of adaptive bike parking stuff that can be put in that utilises a minimum of space but is safe and convenient, doesn't block access. There's a lot of things that can be done there. These are some of the things you'd be examining with ongoing stuff to do with legs and the festival? I think our first job is just to kind of change people's perceptions before we get down to the details. And uh, City of Yarra did, at the, towards the end of the year, put forward two design ideas for Gleadle Street. And, and they were most interesting. And um, one of them is for a, uh, a major streetscape transformation into a pedestrian and bicycle-friendly tree-lined public space. Ooh. With a flexible layout with a level surface, for markets, events, and temp- temporary activation. So, and that says as, has as a priority uh, pedestrians and bikes and bikes. 
a shared zone. That's the idea that we really like. But we're also looking to kind of build on that. Um, so, so the Kerriara is moving, and it, it's so exciting that that, that that was actually put out for uh, community consultation. That was not long ago at all. Hey, you mob. This virus is hanging around far too long, don't you reckon? Uncle Jack Charles here, and I for one would love to be back with community. This just isn't possible without vaccinating our community. You can contact your local ACCO and they can give you the information you need to book you an appointment so you're on your way. Together we can do better. Community, unity, immunity. Hashtag VaxDanProud. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. How can people contribute or find out more about LEGS and uh, what, what you're doing with Glidell Street? Well, we've got a website which is www.goglegal.com uh, and that puts up, you'll see on that, uh, all the videos that were made by the students from the Melbourne Uni Sandbox Studio um, and, it, and it puts forward our ideas as well and also we're posting on Instagram under Go Gleedle. For a couple of books, there was one you've given me here about In the City of Bites. Can you tell us a little more about it? Oh, it's wonderful. Any cyclist, if you don't know it, it's by Pete Jordan. It's a very, very readable book. In the City of Bikes, it's just the Amsterdam cyclist. And, and it's written in a light-hearted, fascinating way. And he takes, he takes the whole history of bikes in Amsterdam. And the Amsterdam wasn't always a bike city. It, it, I was particularly fascinated because I was studying wartime in Amsterdam and it was a major reference for me about what happened to bike riding during wartime. But it, it is a really, I highly, I strongly recommend the story of the Amsterdam Cyclist by Pete Jordan, published by, I might have to chase around to get it, I got this overseas, mm. by Harper Perennial. We've got to also mention something very important to do with you. You've you've book out too. <laughs> well, I'm a children's author and illustrator, mm. and um, I've been going to and from Amsterdam for many a long year because our daughter lives there, and I just love the bike culture in Amsterdam. I just love the way you fly out the door and there's your bike and you just zoom off, and it's it it, it was so exhilarating to be in a bike city, to be in a place where bikes were absolutely top priority and <laughs> a very eccentric. Um, my book, From Stella Street to Amsterdam, it's actually the fourth or fifth book in a series that I've written for children, for kids. In this book, uh, it, there's a 14-year-old a, a girl who finds that she becomes like the minder, the sheepdog, the, 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 the friend who goes along with an old woman who's determined to return to Amsterdam at the end of her life. And they think it's just going to be a fleeting trip, but it doesn't end up that way. And, the, and when she gets back to Amsterdam, the old woman begins to remember her childhood and quite clearly remembers what went on during the war. And she, she has, she's gone back and there's actually a lot, she has a within her a secret that she's 
wondering whether or not to tell. But anyway, it's all against the backdrop of Amsterdam and bike riding. And uh, the, the Australian, the Aussie girl, uh, just is fascinated by it. So it was, in some ways, it's a bit of a pretext for my love of Amsterdam mm. and my love of bike riding. So it's, a, it's sort of a thriller. From Stella Street to Amsterdam, published by Alan and Onion. Okay, so we better look around at your reputable booksellers or online for that. And it's a trip to Amsterdam in a book. Yeah, lovely. So anything you want to add in closing, Elizabeth? Oh, just that, what do I hope for the future? That people come to their senses and realise that cars really dominate. They push people apart. They take up so much space. It, you travel in a box in a car. Whereas on a bike, it's the closest thing to flying you'll ever be. To enable change, we need to show broad community support. Show your support for walking and cycling in the city of Yarra by appearing as a champion on the Streets Alive website, representing your local street, neighbourhood or school. It's fast, free and simple. Learn more at streets-alive-yarra.org. A 3CR supporter.
been caught behind? Your maiden been bowled over? Not a streaker in sight? Tune in to 3CR Summer Programming for a summer series of a different kind. This week's Yarra Bicycle User Group radio program should be podcast soon on 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast or go to yarrabug.org forward slash radio if you want to find additional details of what we discussed today. These podcasts are produced at Melbourne's activist radio station 3CR. Presenters are all volunteers and 3CR's existence depends upon the financial support of our listeners. Go to 3cr.org.au Click on the support tab and select either donate, subscribe, shop or fundraisers. Your subscription or donation keeps 3CR on air. CR would like to thank our Yarrabug program sponsor, Vacro's Second Chance Cycles, for their financial support. Second Chance Cycles is a fantastic community workshop that recycles bikes, trains people in bike mechanics and sells bikes to the local community. If you have a healthcare card, they'll give you a bike free of charge. To find out more, search for Vacro online or drop into the underground car park, Harmsworth Street, Collingwood, any Thursday or Friday. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.